0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts,
1: PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts.
2: Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. James Dolan's the worst owner in all of professional sports. Am I gonna die before we win another championship? This is Dan Patrick. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Thursday. Dan and the Danette's Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board with us. We're not fully assembled again. Fritzy is out as I draw the curtains on his desk. McLovin is there, Seaton, Paulie, and yours truly. You can watch the program for free. On YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show, the reaction has been wonderful. Over 100,000, at least 100,000 have been watching every single day. And uh, come on in. Stay a while. Have some fun with us. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We've got a poll question, stat of the day, play of the day, all of that coming up. And uh, we hope to hear from Rick Carlisle, the Mavs head coach, after the showdown between the Pelicans, Zion against Luka, Christops and the Mavs last night. Went into overtime. We'll talk about that matchup coming up. You can also listen on our great radio affiliates. We number 362 cities around America. And uh, it's been hard to determine what's real and what's not when it comes to the Tom Brady news. And it reminds me a little bit of reality TV. It is real, but it is produced. I'm thinking maybe we go a step farther here. The NFL has turned the scouting combine into a TV show. How about a bachelor version of Tom Brady? Now, I know that he's married, but just the premise of Brady giving out roses to coaches. Follow me here. So you don't have women in the house. You have coaches and GMs. And obviously, Brady would fit into that starring role because he looks like your bachelor. The contestants would be great. Could you imagine... Maybe the infighting with John Gruden of the Raiders or Mike Brable and the Titans. Maybe that rose ceremony. Imagine Brady letting Bill Belichick go or the Chargers. Maybe I should call Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, see if he could get this going. The ratings would be great. you imagine that? Camera's in there. And then Brady goes out to dinner with the coach or GM. What do they say to him? What do they say when they say goodnight to him? And maybe if you don't get Brady in there, you just get Jimmy G in there. Because he certainly looks like he could be Uh a bachelor. But either way, we're watching. And we're watching Tom Brady's free agency. Because it feels like that. If he's handing out roses, it feels like there are eight possible teams, coaches, GMs, who could get a rose. Although, Albert Breer was on Rich Eisen's show yesterday. He, of course, the NFL insider, Monday morning quarterback, And he talked about the market for Tom Brady.
0: I don't know that the the market is all that hot. You need a lot of conditions in place to really want to go after him. Need to be willing to blow up your offense. You need to be willing to put yourself on a two-year timetable. Need to be willing to see in the near future where a rebuild is
3: going to be coming. You need to be willing to put talent around him.
0: You know, I think there's a limited number of teams that are that are interested. You know, the Patriots are interested in bringing him back. Um, the Titans are interested, but they're also interested in their own quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. And then the Raiders and the Chargers will also
1: kick the tires on it. I know they're investigating the possibility of it.
2: That's Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback, courtesy of the Rich Eisen Show. And then Tom Brady says, quote, I don't know what the future holds. Um, I'm guessing he has at least an inkling what it holds. But here's the here's the uh, one date that you need to keep an eye on. If Brady hasn't signed with the Patriots before the start of free agency, now you're looking at a cap hit of $13.5 million. Would the Patriots go into free agency and then – try to get Tom Brady to come back knowing that they're already taking a salary cap hit of $13.5 million. They need to know before the rest of the world knows or gets a chance to squire him away. And I think that that's what's going to happen because if Brady sets his sights on free agency and he's floating out there, then you get the strong indication that he's saying goodbye to the Patriots. Yes, McLovin.
1: So the bachelor is a thing where the producers make it seem like contestants who don't have a chance have a chance. Yeah. Like they show like the one highlight where he smiles at her. Is that what we're doing with Tom Brady where we're making it seem like the, you know, the Cowboys and the Bears and the Giants, they have a chance. Are we producing this like a yeah. bachelor? Yes, it feels
2: like that. It feels like the media is producing a reality show. Now, Brady did Tom versus time. Why is it that reality shows, when you want them, they're not reality shows? Like guys, you know, there have been people who've done reality shows, and then there's real things going on in their life. And that's when you want a reality show. This is what you want. This would be great. I don't know if Tom is doing anything behind the scenes where, you know, it's Tom versus free agency or Tom and free agency, whatever it might be, however he wants to title it. But this is what I would want to know. What's that conversation with your wife? Like what's your kids saying? What do you say to your agent? Now you can film all of this. I think it would be great after the fact wherever Brady goes or if he stays, and allow you in to just understand how serious this was, intense this was, how up in the air, unpredictable this was, that's what I would want to know. Yeah, Paul.
0: Tom versus a three-year guarantee contract is just a little wordy. Yeah, it is. A little wordy. Tighten that up. Yeah.
2: Also, uh, ballots go out to the NFL players. They just went out uh, about six minutes ago to vote on the uh, collective bargaining agreement. Voting will be open until tonight at 11.59 Eastern.
0: Yeah, Paul? Do the players vote at their local schools? Like, will my school be closed down and New York Giants players will be walking in?
2: I don't know if you get a sticker that says, I voted. I voted. Yeah, I voted. <laughs>
0: Standing in line behind some punter. Come on, you're yeah. a punter.
2: I can't imagine, like, the Pouncy brothers going to the gym today. They got a little sticker on their chest as they're, you know, throwing up 300 pounds. Yeah, McLovin.
1: Wait, did you say, I think voting's open until next Thursday, March 12th.
2: Oh, March 12th, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: so they, and the free agency starts March 18th. Okay, but don't put it off.
2: <laughs> don't put it off. Yeah, I
1: mean, is it going to be like where voter turnout is going to be the key to this?
2: Um, I, I get, I, I said it from the beginning, and this is what I was told, but also it, it feels like it's the haves versus the have-nots, and if 60% of the league, they're making minimum. Then, you know, these guys who are making the big, big salaries here, you know, they're the ones who have been very vocal. It's the other players from all you need is a majority here. And if you got 60 percent who's making the minimum, they're probably looking at this going, hell, yeah, I'll play another game. That's another paycheck for me. Whereas the star players are going, no, we make a lot of money. We don't need to be adding another game here. But uh, obviously, we'll keep an eye on that. But uh, voting is now open and goes until next Thursday, March 12th. McLovin, you got a poll question for me today? Yeah, I, I'm
1: i just going to open it up right now, sort of let you, uh, people behind the scenes, our pre-show conversation. What's a tougher player comp? Jordan Love, Utah State quarterback, NFL draft prospect, or one we've done before and we might talk about later today, Luka Doncic? Because I've heard 100 player comps this week for both of them, and I can't make head nor
2: tails of it. I think you're exaggerating 100-player comps. Absolutely. I'm not. You're not.
1: Jordan, Do you know how many different players have been compared to Jordan Love? I, think, I
2: think there's about four or five. Oh, you're right. So about 12. Okay. okay. So I, th- I think that he's compared himself to Patrick Mahomes. Right. And then a, a scout said a poor man's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> All right. That's fine. He's got a big arm. Um, he's got some mobility there. He might be more like Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. There you go. Yeah, uh, but I, all we know about him is
1: he has a big arm, Jordan Love. That's pretty much. I anyone ever says. About
2: I think him. his left arm looks the same size as his right arm, so I don't think it's a big arm. Like Popeye yeah, exactly. <laughs> does. I think, I think uh, he's got a strong arm. Okay, I mean the NFL has been littered with guys who don't make it because they got a cannon for an arm. He's got poison. The po- okay, so because McLovin kept saying we got to do something on Jordan Love. We got to do something on Jordan Love. And I go, "Okay." So I get a hold of my my source. I said, "All right, give me the lowdown on Jordan Love." And he said, "I already did this for you." I go, "You got anything else?" He he wilted under pressure, didn't have great weapons this past year, and threw a lot of interceptions. But people love his arm. So that was what I got. And then I said, can you see him as a Patrick Mahomes type? And he said, there's nobody who's a Patrick Mahomes type. They're just, listen, <laughs> so this is according to my source. I, I like that, you know, it's like we, we wanted somebody, that, that's the next Larry Bird. No, no, there's not another Larry Bird. There's not another Michael Jordan. There's not another Magic Johnson. But there, we might be doing this with Luka Doncic 10 years down the road. Is somebody the next Luka Doncic? You know, uh, Trey Young, oh, he's the next Steph Curry. No, he's not. Steph Curry is Steph Curry. Trey Young may go, hey, 10 years down the road, you'll be comparing other players to me. Zion Williamson, oh, he's another Charles Barkley. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's Zion. He's different. But when it comes to Jordan Love, I just didn't see enough where I went, wow. And maybe that's not fair to him, but I, I just didn't see enough. And I know that he came out of the Combine and he benefited from the Combine. There are certain guys, the majority of the players, don't benefit that much from the Combine because you just see what they did on their tape. Jordan Love, you didn't see enough on his tape. And my source said, we just wanted to see him in person. We wanted to see how he matched up with Herbert and Burrow just standing next to each other. Because I said, he goes... I heard you talk about that photo together with Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Jordan Love. And I go, Yeah, Burrow looked like average in size. He goes, Yeah, those guys are really big. Now, Justin Herbert, that's a man there. And Jordan Love's good size as well. But there's a whole lot of love, no pun intended, that he's going to be the third quarterback selected. And he is going to go after Burrow and Tua. And I did, I I pressed my source on this yesterday and I said, Could you see him going before Tua? And he said, I know guys do stupid things when you get to the draft. I don't think this is a Trubisky or Daniel Jones situation. But it does border. He said, it does border on that, that somebody might go up and go get him. That they might think, why not? He's got everything we want, and he's healthy. And I said, but he hasn't performed in a big-time situation. Tua has. So is Burrow. And he goes, well, he's not going one to the Bengals, but if Tua continues to progress, then Jordan Love will go be the third quarterback taken. He goes, I really feel like Jordan Love is going to the Chargers. Yeah, Paul. Dan,
0: on a Thursday morning, it's a perfect time for the Jordan Love player comp game. <laughs> <laughs> you love these. I do.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, lo- I love to watch. I don't like to be involved with it. Dan, if you go to NFL.com, our Long-time buddy, Lance Zierlein, he does these player comps. He's done them for years. Don't we always make
1: fun of Lance? Yes, but not not this time. (laughs) Okay. So unfair. Lance is such a nice guy.
0: He
2: is, is, but we do take his player comps, only the negative ones, and then we let the stars read them. Okay, Paulie, continue.
0: So on NFL.com, Jordan Love, they break down the good, the bad, all that kind of stuff, and then they say, by Lance Zierlein, NFL comparison, everybody in the room gets one guess. The NFL comparison, remember, it's, it's physicality, it's where they played in college. Hint, hint, hint. Maybe not the biggest school. Mm. And
2: big arm. A couple hints there. I'm going to go Colin Kaepernick. Okay. Who else would like to guess? Player comp. I mean, Josh Murray. Allen was my original one,
0: I think. I'm going to give you both guesses. You could guess Josh Allen and Colin Kaepernick. Oh. Are we allowed to say Mahomes? Or no? If you want to be wrong, you would. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: McLevin, you got one. Well, so
1: Pauly said small school. So Smaller, we gotta... not not a. So not Tony Romo, small school. Not like Jimmy, no, Jimmy G. G. Yeah.
0: No, not that
1: small. Okay. Ooh.
0: This player didn't exactly work out on this player comp. Mm. He had a couple good years, then his team uh, moved on to a couple other quarterbacks. Colin Kaepernick, Blake Bortles oh! is the player comp for Jordan Love. Out.
2: Okay, big arm and some mobility. that That's what we've been told about Jordan Love. Bad at football, though. Well, I don't know if it's that. I, that's not, I'm not quoting. No, okay. All right, this is what uh, Lance Zierlein said. Here's his overview. Challenging evaluation for quarterback needy teams, balancing traits, potential against disappointing 2019 tape. Staff turnover and new starters across the offense are partly to blame. Yeah, I was told that. Self-made flaws also concerns. Love accuracy took a step back. His delayed reaction from see it to throw it when making reads is troubling. But that's the same thing with Justin Herbert. This is what I was told, that it's not you You see it, then you throw it. You have to throw it. You have to see it even before you can't just go, oh, I'm going to throw it. You throw it, and then you're going to throw somebody open. But he does have size. He's got some mobility, arm strength. So that's Lance Zerline. If you want to talk to Lance Zerline and ask him if there's a <laughs> you know this player comp that uh, he has. That's fun. Blake Bortles. Well, if you're a Charger fan and you hear that, you're going, wait a minute. That's who? That's our quarterback there. I I think that, you know, Justin Herbert and Jordan Love both have a lot of the qualities you want. Like, they check the box with a lot of these qualities. It's, can they play the position? And I know I say that and it sounds like, well, what does that mean? Can you, there's so much nuance to playing the position. And it's not just, he's got a cannon for an arm. Mahomes has a great arm. If he didn't have poise, if he wasn't talented, if he didn't have that mobility, he'd just have a big arm. But he uses all of those weapons. You know, Russell Wilson didn't check hardly any of the boxes. But the poise in the pocket, that ability to make a play under pressure, that's what the position's all about. Throwing a receiver open. Because in college, I was watching a little bit of uh, LSU last night. Because, of course, I have no life. Like an old football game? Yeah, from this past season. And I just wanted to see, I'm just curious, how many times was Joe Burrow throwing to a wide-open wide receiver? And I saw seven touchdowns where the receiver is open. I mean, not I'm going to throw you open. That doesn't mean that Joe Burrow can't do that. But it's just different. If I go back to Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma, look at the number of times. So he's throwing to an NFL tight end, and he's throwing to NFL wide receivers at Oklahoma. I think that's the hardest part for these scouts to look at these quarterbacks and go, but can he do it on the next level? And maybe Jordan Love can. Maybe he's going to be a great quarterback. But I think the buildup, and my source said this, he has been overinflated. Like there's too much. The evaluation is too high right now. It's rarefied air for him. And that's where are you going to make a pick where – you're really jeopardizing your team's future if you do this. Because if you bring him in and he doesn't work out, then you might have a Dwayne Haskins situation here. But Jordan Love, we love the potential. Once again, it's what maybe you didn't do, but what you could do. And that's what fascinates everybody. Josh Allen was the same way. We didn't quite see that much his last year at Wyoming. But the potential was there. Big arm. Mobility, size, he had it all. Potential gets you fired. Results, they'll keep you employed. This program brought to you by True Car. Shoppers save an average of over $3,500 off MSRPC with other people. Paid for the vehicle you want, the new True Car. Buy smarter, drive happier. Take a break. We'll talk about the night in the NBA last night. And uh, Luka Doncic and the Mavs picking up the win with another triple-double.
3: It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. It helps people get out of student loan debt. And if you've got student loan debt, you can benefit from this product with a lower rate. You can save on interest or lower your monthly payment. It's more money in your pocket with a shorter loan term. You can get debt free faster, consolidate all your student loan bills in one place. Serious peace of mind. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been after refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, whereas with some online marketplaces, you'll get ranges of rates or ballpark estimates. It only takes a couple of minutes to check rates. Checking rates doesn't impact your credit. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. We know how much you don't like that. Please visit Credible.com. That's credibl ecom And when you refinance your student loans using this link, They'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, that's Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans. And you know what? Start saving now.
2: Steph Curry looks like he's going to suit up tonight against the Toronto Raptors. And Steph said that, uh, you know, when people keep saying, why are you you playing? He goes, because I want to. Like, he's been waiting for three and a half months to play. And I think we want to protect. We're always... Got to protect like Zion Williamson. You got to protect him. You know, Alvin Gentry was asked about that, uh, about Zion last night. He playing back to back games, and you know, there was a. I thought that he finally looked tired. Like I, I was waiting to see how he was going to respond, and he got his shot blocked. I think three times. He just he looked a little more sluggish. He, he didn't look as fresh as he has it. And and this is what they need to guard against. Because he is coming back from knee surgery. Steph is coming back from a broken left hand. That's different. Now, you'll get your game legs at some point. But Zion, you know, I would be taking this game by game with him. And I know he's 19. And Alvin Gentry was like, he's 19, he'll be fine. I know, but he's a different 19. He's a 19-year-old who has explosion, who is weighing 300 pounds coming down on that knee. This season doesn't mean much. I'm not going to say it doesn't mean anything. But here is, this is, the, this is the scary part. You see something and then you go, oh, we got to have him play more. Don't be concerned about making the playoffs. That's not what this is about. And it shouldn't have been about this. But when you start to see, man, there's something going on here. Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. By the way, career night for my guy Lonzo Ball. What do he have, seven three-pointers
0: last night? Seven for 11 from three. How about that? Even hit a couple free throws. Who would have thought?
2: It's my guy Lonzo Ball. Get him out of his dad's shadow. Have him listen to me when I tell him, study Kevin Durant's form. Might be a little more closer to what you need to get at. Not easy to replicate, but. And he, he he's shooting with confidence there. The Pelicans are fun, and they're going to be fun but that's the way they should just treat this. It's just, let's explore what we have. And as we move forward next year, then we see what we need to add. Because they do need to add some things here. But Zion, I I don't want to have him go out there and go, hey, you're going against LeBron, I'm going to leave you in. I want you to get 35 against LeBron or 34 against LeBron. I, I just want him out there where he feels confident. His teammates know what to do when he's out there, when he's not out there. It's a learning curve for this team. But Alvin Gentry, he was like, you know, he doesn't want to be asked about this anymore. But I I would ask him about that. In fairness to whoever asked him last night, I would say the same thing. Zion looked tired last night. And that's the first time I've seen him where he didn't look like Zion Williamson. Uh, Luka Doncic goes for 30, 17, and 10. You know what happens when you get to that level where we sort of take you for granted? There's nothing Luca does now where you go, Did you see Luca last night? Like he just got here. Trey Young's the same thing. How many times are you saying to yourself, Oh, wow, you see what Trey Young did? It's really rare. Like what what could Trey Young do now where you go, Man, did you see Trey Young? Same with Luca. Like he casually. Got 30, 17, and 10 last night. And also, it's different for him because he's been a professional for about five or six years. Now, he's 21, but he was playing against men and men, true men that were 10 years older than him. And he's playing in a tougher environment. He was learning how to be a pro. And that's different for Zion. I mean, Zion's dunking against, you know, guys that have my athleticism in high school. And then you go to Duke, and even then, the competition he had at Duke was not the same as what Luka was playing against in the European League. It's just not. And Doncic came in and was like, and I always thought, whenever I saw his highlights, he's just getting the pass away, just barely getting the rebound, just barely getting his shot off. And then I realized, that's who he is. Everything about him, it just feels like he's just barely getting by somebody. He's not going to win the dunk contest, but he has this innate ability to be able to find the angles, the openings, and, and he takes advantage of that. The step back is great. He's going to add to his game. The, the greats always add to their game. I don't know what he's going to add because he is, you know, he's not going to be a great defender, but he has offensively. I can't remember somebody this well-rounded at this age except for LeBron, and LeBron's nowhere near the shooter that Doncic is. When LeBron came in, remember, he wasn't a great shooter. Uh, Didn't want to take that big shot. Doncic's not afraid. Yeah, Paul. The only thing Doncic doesn't have is
0: three-point shooting percentage. He's shooting 31% from three, which is, for a volume shooter, that's pretty low. You know, guys like that are usually 35 and above. But again, he was 20 years old four days ago, and he's averaging 28, 10, and
2: 9. And this is—he's twenty-one. Like that's what's amazing. Like Jason Tatum, we moved on from Jason Tatum, and what's, he's an old man now. He yeah, just turned twenty-two. Yes, it, it's there's so much talent in there. John ja Morant will move on from John ja Morant after this year, but there's so much talent under the age of twenty-three in the NBA. It is—it's scary. Here's Alvin Gentry, the Pelicans head coach, after last night's loss. I think he's fine. We worry about him too freaking much. Okay. He's fine. He's 19 years old. He'll be fine. Uh, He will be fine. I understand. You don't want to be asked these questions. He did have surgery. And Reggie Miller said I would sit him out the entire year. And I agreed with Reg. I don't want to be tempted by this year. It's like. Kevin Durant if he came back now, or Clay Thompson if they came back now. Don't be tempted by this year. But the difference is the Pelicans are sort of on the periphery of making the playoffs. That this season is not about making the playoffs. This season is about seeing what you have with Zion, getting him comfortable, and next year I, I don't I don't see how you can play Zion eighty two games where he plays thirty minutes a night. I just I think you're gonna have to load manage him. I do. as as we move forward. You know, most guys who come into the league, you know, they add weight. He's already coming in as a full-grown man here. You know, Donchick is a full-grown man at 21. Normally, you come in, and you're built like Trey Young, Brandon Ingram, Kevin Durant. Now, some of those guys don't fill out. (laughs) Ever? I don't think Durant's going to ever fill out. And Ingram might not either. I, I, I did see a column where did the Pelicans win the Anthony Davis trade? Well, the reason why they won is obvious. Anthony Davis didn't want to stay. They had to trade him. I mean, it's like the Porzingis trade, right? He wanted out of New York. Now, I can blame New York for creating an environment where he didn't want to stay, but the Mavs won that trade. Now, because the Knicks didn't get the haul back for Porzingis because he was injured, that the Pelicans got for Anthony Davis. But the Pelicans won that deal. Now you can say, well, the Lakers could win a couple of titles. They could. But they weren't keeping him. So instead of losing him and not getting anything, you got something in return. And you got Ingram, who's an all-star. Lonzo Ball has been great. And I'm still waiting for my boy Josh Hart to play well. But I think the Pelicans won the deal. Lakers may win titles, but the Pelicans won the deal from the standpoint of he wasn't staying. And you got two players who are really exciting. Ingram is good. And he's in a smaller market where that's his personality is suited for a smaller market. And Lonzo getting out of the spotlight with his dad, or, you know, the shadow that his dad cast, and he's able to just go out. Look at him now. Like, if you see him this year as opposed to last year, it's night and day difference. He just he, he looks like he's actually enjoying basketball again. There's a confidence level that's there. I don't know if he'll ever be a knockdown shooter, but he's going to have to be a, a better, a more consistent one, but he's improved because Zion's going to get double teamed, and you better be ready when that ball comes out to you because we know that there have been situations prior to this where you could see they gave him a wide-open 18-footer and he didn't take it. And the longer you let that build up, the more it gets into your head. And it's really hard to get out of, of your head.
0: Yeah, Paul. Going back to the NBA draft lottery, the Pelicans had a 6% chance of landing Zion. There were six teams ahead of them. Knicks had 14%, Cavs 14%, Suns on and on and on. So that was
2: you know career day for them. I uh, spoke to somebody who was with the Knicks that night, and they said that was as bad a night as you could have. Because you're you're just thinking, man, we get Zion. I mean, imagine if the Knicks had Zion. So now they're at least interesting. And, and you know, you could be like the Knicks and, and be a typical team and lose a lot of games, but Zion would give you some eyeballs, some credibility. You'd be able to sell the Knicks a little bit to tune in to see Zion Williamson. Now you don't have that because RJ Barrett was a very good college player. Nobody's tuning in to see R. J. Barrett. Nobody's tuning in to see Julius Randle. Like you if you don't have somebody, then you have nothing. And most of these teams, you need two stars. Look at championship teams. Aside from like the Pistons years ago, where you if you have two marquee players, then you have they, you know, that's when you win championships. The Knicks don't have one.
0: Yeah, Paul. Can you imagine how many celebrities would be at MSG to throw out if Zion made it to the
2: Knicks? They could
0: throw out more famous people than
2: Spike Lee. Spike would go in the VIP entrance, not the employee entrance. He would be that nice to everybody. He'd be like, I'm, hey, I'm fine. I'll go through the, the regular entrance. He'd go through the turnstiles with the regular people. Ryan Gosling's here. Let's throw him out. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's the poll question we're going to go with? Uh, we did not
1: decide yet, but I also want to ask about Steph Curry because I feel like you are on an island a little bit by being excited about Steph Curry coming back.
2: Well, why wouldn't I be excited about
1: him? Everyone else is likes load management and tanking and says, what are you doing here, Steph? Why are you coming back now? What's the point? Not everybody else, but some people are saying that.
2: He wants to play. Like but this, it's not smart. This may be foreign to people, but it used to be you came back because you're being paid. You're, you come back because you want to compete. You come back because you actually love playing basketball. It's been over three months he hasn't done anything. He just wants to play. He broke his left hand. It's not like he had Achilles. He didn't blow out his knee. I have no problem with him coming back. I'm glad he's coming back. I still I think back to Steph Curry. And Steph Curry changed basketball. And there aren't many players you can say... Changed basketball. Wilt Chamberlain changed basketball. Magic and Bird together changed basketball. Michael Jordan changed basketball. You could look at Shaq, Kobe changing basketball. But the 2015 and 2016 season, Steph Curry changed basketball. The entire league. Because you can't go find a Bird in Magic. You can't find a Michael Jordan. You can't find a Shaq. You couldn't find a Will Chamberlain. Everybody thinks they can find a Steph Curry. Everybody playing the game in high school, grade school, even in college, they think they could be Steph Curry. Everybody knew, I couldn't be Michael Jordan. I couldn't be Larry Bird. But Steph Curry, you feel like you could be Steph Curry. He changed the image of the NBA. And I think he's underrated because of that. Because, you know, he. remember the first guy, everybody's shooting from the logo now. Steph Curry did it back in 2015, and it was against Oklahoma City. And I remember the game was the the clock was winding down, and he took a 33-footer. Now, that might not seem deep now, but back then, we were like, oh, my God, do you see where he shot that from? And he was asked after the game, why'd you shoot it? He goes, I was open. He was open from 33 feet. Now you look at these guys warming up. It is nothing for them to get up these shots. LeBron, that shot that he hit the other night, that's a jump shot from just inside half court. Steph Curry changed the NBA. And I can't say necessarily change it for the better because everybody thinks they can shoot those shots. But as a gunner myself, I love watching him and his ability to get that shot off so quickly. And whenever I tell kids about shooting, I always say watch the form of Ray Allen, but watch the, the quickness that Steph Curry gets rid of his shot. And watch the footwork of great shooters. And there are so many of those. We have a, an NBA now with so many unbelievable shooters, and then you got guys who can't shoot at all. Which is pretty amazing in today's NBA. Yeah, Paul. I'm
0: watching the clip of Steph Curry, the game winner versus Oklahoma City. It's four years ago last week. He crosses the half court line, takes two steps, and the defender hasn't stepped out on him from Oklahoma City, so he just pulls casually and the place is just stunned. I know. and there's a guy on the bench going, you can see him going, What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like they picked him up at the twenty eight foot mark, but he shot at the thirty three foot mark.
2: Yes, he and I love that at that time, there was this little bit of tug of war going on between Steph Curry and Steve Carr about his shot selection. And that Steve Carr was not on board with just, he. Steph did not have the green light. He just sort of took the green light. But uh, Steve Carr, there were a lot of pressers saying, like, yeah. hey, uh, another crazy one from Steph, huh? Steph- and I, and I, I can't imagine where the coach has to sort of relinquish control because Rick Carlisle's done this. For Luka Doncic, who's 21, which would have been unheard of a decade ago, where you go, hey, we're letting the 21-year-old run the team. Look at the young players who are running teams. And back then, Steph Curry, you know, you were basically saying, Steph, I trust you. In Steph, I trust. And you got the results there. All right, we'll take a break. Our play of the day is coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show.
3: Oh,
2: my God. The play, the play, the play of the day. left it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Dodgets to his left, back to his right off. Porzingis who rolls, gets the pass to the the And the triple-double for Luka. His 14th triple-double of the season gives the Mavericks a four-point lead. Mavericks Radio Network, New Kids on the Block you got the right stuff. Luka finishes with 30, 10, and 17 rebounds. Mavs beat the Pelicans 127-123. I don't think the Mavs play enough defense to go very far in the playoffs. They do play a whole lot of offense, and that's the best offensive team in the NBA, which is interesting because Luka has missed time, and, of course, Porzingis has missed time and is just coming back. But you start to look at what the Mavs pulled off with Porzingis. And it was a risky move at the time because of the severity of Porzingis' knee injury. And Porzingis wanted out of New York. And do we know who the Knicks got in that hall? Dennis Smith Jr., I know, was involved in that. But, you know, you see these trades. And, you know, Dallas benefited from the Robert Tractor trailer trade where they swapped with Milwaukee. And they got Dirk Nowitzki. So they benefited quite nicely from uh, a couple of trades now. But do you have what the Knicks haul was that, Paulie? They got Dennis
0: Smith Jr., two future first-round draft picks, and a couple of expiring contracts. Let me check real quick what the Knicks did with those picks.
2: Yeah, and even if those picks, they probably weren't very high because Dallas is a playoff team, and that's another thing to factor in that they were going to surrender. But, you know, they waited for Porzingis. Porzingis had five five blocks last night. They had, I think, 30 points in five blocks. So, He's starting to round into shape here. I don't think it's a great lineup that they have, but uh, offensively, that's a fun, fun team to watch. Yeah, see, I just don't understand how. He, I get that there's a bad culture there, but how have the New York Knicks just become this black hole
1: of just consuming talent? Like good, you know, Dennis Smith Jr. He might have been a highlight
2: reel, yeah, um, but at least it was entertaining. Who even? But who else have they had? The Frank Nilikina uh, I mean, that was Phil Jackson who made that pick. He's still there too. I know, being average. I mean, Carmelo's their last great draft pick, right? They passed up on Steph Curry, but who else do they have? They 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 got like eight power forwards on that team, but I don't I don't think they have anybody. If there's nobody, you go, man, got to go to the Garden tonight. The only reason why you go to the Garden is who's in town.
0: Yeah, Paul. Yeah, if you look back at that Knicks trade, it was about clearing cap space totally for Kevin Durant. They got a bunch of expiring contracts, but the Knicks, yeah, they were going after Durant with that, and they had the money to do so. Mm-hmm. But then they get the Knicks get the 2021 first-round draft pick and the 2023 first-round draft pick of the Mavericks. And those draft picks are going to be
2: 20-plus yeah. as of right now. You would think so. Play of the Day is brought to you by Tecova's. Gentlemen, listen up. Takovas boots, handmade, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers. Tacovis cuts out the middleman, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping, returns, exchanges, free and easy. Visit tacovis.com slash DP. Tacovas Western Goods for New Frontiers. Let me get to uh, CB in California. Then I want to play a clip from Jeopardy last night. Hey, CB. Hey, how you doing there, Dan? Uh, good morning. Um, you know, you're doing a superlative and informative job, as always. I enjoy it. Um, but one of my things I want to reiterate on your point uh, with Steph Curry. You are absolutely correct as far as Steph uh, Curry's changing the game. There's been some game changers, like you said, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Will Chamberlain, also Dominique Wilkins, Shaq, and Kobe. But um, you know, unlike you, you'll see I'm six six and then so I can't be a Steph Curry, Steph Curry, but the kids love him. He's got a great shot and all that. Uh, just like Trey Young and whatnot. He's uh, one of the great players. Um, but I had to emulate my game after Kobe, Jordan, and LeBron. Two and three of the greatest players probably that I've seen in my lifetime. But if you look, and thank you, CB. Um, that's not a bad you know, couple players that you're going to try to uh, pattern your game after. But um, thanks for the phone call. Steph said that there's no problem with range here. Like, you know, range is... 30 feet, 35 feet now. But look at every one of these players pregame with where they're shooting from. Like Damian Lillard, you know, he thinks nothing of pulling up from 35. All of these guys. And it's big men too. It just, everybody got caught up in the Golden State Warriors style. But it started with Steph. It started with him. Last night on Jeopardy, this was the clue. Joel Embiid in 2019 won the trademark for this nickname of his that also describes the 76 ers strategy of improving the team. Paul, what is Duo
1: 180? <laughs> no. <laughs> Margaret or Mike? What is the process?
2: <laughs> Joel Embiid. <laughs> he goes, what is Duo 180? <laughs> uh, what is Duo 180? Uh in 2019 won the trademark for this nickname of his that also describes the 76ers strategy of improving the team
1: paul what is duo 180 no nope. <laughs> what is
0: uh try to suck less alex
2: what is i have no clue alex uh <laughs> duo, duo 180 and bead. <laughs> yeah and, and didn't he Change his Twitter handle or something, McLovin, as Joel Embiid. I think he's
1: no longer known as the process He's now known as the do the 180. Do the
2: 180. (laughs) Well, I I understand doing the 180 that you're going to reverse your fortunes. That's what you're trying to do with the process. So I, I, I understand why he might have said that. I mean, it sounded silly, but what he was getting at is they were turning around their fortunes. That's the process. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, do a 180 uh, doesn't have the same ring quite. No, it, it doesn't. Does. Like, the process, that flows a little bit. That's what he was going for. Like, oh, we turned things
1: around. Yeah. Cool. We
2: did a 180.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: See? Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. I think uh, on a little different level than most. I, you know, most of those smart people on Jeopardy. I'm yeah. right there with you. You and Tim there. Yeah. Whatever or, no, it's Paul. Paul. Oh, Paul. Paul. Yeah, Paul. Hey, Paul. Yeah, way, right, When you step
1: back, what do you think of the nickname, The Process? That's kind of a weird nickname to start with, but he chose to go with that.
0: Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, All you have to do is download the free app. That's right, no credit card necessary, and simply search for our shows to start listening.
2: Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott Racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how.
0: Napa know-how.
2: At participating Napa auto parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life.